welcome to Married to an Alpha Female. This is a Dr. Wiseman, Mr. Wiseman exclusive. Yes, indeed. We've been doing it about once a month because, you know, life. We try to, yeah. Yeah. But we're super glad. Super glad to be here tonight. It's about 9.12 on a Sunday evening. I think we have everyone in bed. Whether they're, they're asleep, asleep is, yeah. Our, their Debatable. schedule is so screwed up with the homeschooling and the hybrid schooling. I had the- COVID. <laughs> Oh, so true. But anyway, we're glad to be here to do a Mary Ten Alpha Female. And I guess it's not really a special edition. I guess it's just the November edition. Amen. Yeah. So we're going to do our segments down on the farm, things Craig doesn't know, and advice for being Mary Ten Alpha Female. Mm-hmm. Did you have anything else you wanted to bring? I don't think. I don't think I do either. All right. Well, let's get into our conversation. You guys can giggle and laugh along with us. Okay, so we're back, and I get to start off with uh, my down on the farm segment, which uh, basically right now is harvest. Harvest entails about a blue million things going on at once. You know, on the farm, we run the combine through the field, putting the grain grain into the grain cart, semi, truck, uh, whatever, haul it up to the grain bins, have the dryer going, drying corn. We traditionally don't have enough storage space for the crop we grow so then we have to turn around and haul it back off sometime in the meantime this is also the time when i stay home a lot yes with the yes, children you do and i consider myself a farm widow <laughs> yes and it, it, that's why it's nice that we're able to bake a november one because i'm not around that much during november or uh during harvest anytime yeah if you guys get done by thanksgiving it's always good and you yeah. have to know out there in podcasting world wiseman farms they just take a little longer. It seems like every year something breaks, weather, you hardly ever get done by Thanksgiving. We uh, we are not properly sized up for the amount of grain that we handle. Yeah. That is the truth. So this <laughs> is it. a hard push for us. Yes, it is. This kind of reminds me when I was on inpatient months in residency. Like you're just trying to push through. Yeah. Yeah. We, were, we just finished our soybeans today, so we're done with that. And uh, now we just have a couple hundred acres of corn to go. But the problem is that we're out of space. And so then you have to start kind of spending days just moving corn out of grain bins so you can fill the grain bin back up. And you're either selling it or moving it to another bin offsite or things of that nature. Uh, Do a little fall tillage work, sow some cover crops, spread some fertilizer. Busy. Yes, very busy. A lot of things going on. Busy, busy. Yep, it's go time, farm time. But that's okay, because in the winter, it's not busy. And that's really, really nice that it comes. It really is seasonal work. And, you know, yes, it does make yes. it nice, because you know that there's going to be an end. Otherwise, I don't know if I could hang with you this long. <laughs> well, that that's the big thing, that there is. It is seasonal in the spring. And uh, the summer, we're busy, but usually we can, you not know, kind of so quit, yeah. quit at a reasonable time. And uh, in the fall and in the spring, we don't quit at a reasonable time at all. So yep. just how it works. That's how it works. If you can keep from knocking things over, too. You did have a farm yes, accident. did have a farm accident. I had Camden with me. We were moving an auger. 
I had the, the grain bin out my my left hand side, and I was didn't want to hit the grain bin, and so I wasn't watching out my other the right hand side. And uh, sure enough, I clipped a power pole. It was an electric pole that powered supplied the power to the grain bin. So it was a pole that the meter was on versus the live wire. Just wires. hit a power pole. Just tell them yeah. that you hit a power pole. Yeah, and you laid it over, and then you broke an auger too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't wasn't a fun time. Camden, and then he just wanted to talk about it nonstop. Yeah. So, and I don't blame him. You're nine. It's an exciting thing. Go on. Anytime you see a large spark, you know, go through the air. You know, that's a that's it's exciting thing for a kid. Yes. Anything else down on the farm? It's just busy. Yeah. I'm just, just a tired lot of, too. A lot of work. We're all tired. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Things Craig doesn't know. Did you know that I, I think I'm an Ambi pet owner? Like, I used to think that I was just a dog lover. But now with the cats, I think I like cats, too. Oh, my goodness. The thing is that you're allergic to cats, though. I so I didn't figure cats. you would ever be a cat person. Well, I don't put them in my face or like you no. know that. But it has been nice. So I don't know if we podcasted on this last month when we got our kittens. We went to get one or two. And we came home with four. Four, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Double the amount I was informed would be returned. Happy to report they're still all alive. They're thriving. They went to the vet. They're very healthy. They did not have worms, which I was happy about. And their names are Precious. Yeah, Precious. Who is a boy. <laughs> of course. Tiger, Tiger. She's a girl. Petey. Uh-huh. And little Petey. Yeah, and those two are also boys. <laughs> yes, yes. It was pretty funny, me calling into the vet, scheduling their appointments. Uh, but yes, I, I don't know if you knew this, but I think, I think I like cats. The other thing you don't know about this, do you know that I bring them down here and work and they play down here? In, uh, in the basement here, in yeah. the office? No, I did not know that. Yeah, they haven't pooped on the floor yet. So well, that's good. good. Yeah. That's real good. <laughs> All right, next thing Craig doesn't know. Did you know that I've... As of airing this episode, gone through an entire quarter of Burnt Out to Badass? No, I did not yeah. realize that. It launched in August. That's awesome. It's been an entire quarter now. So the group of uh, eight women who are part of the group, we are finishing up. And the next group starts November 22nd. And so the cool thing is that I've learned from doing this group is like, why not have it lifetime membership? And so continuing on and uh-huh. learning yeah. more and yeah. bringing new people in. And so... So yeah, that's something you did. That is cool. I did not have any idea that it had. I guess because it seems like that whole quarter we've been harvesting. I guess. Well, I think you've been busy. <laughs> but yeah, so it's time to like bring new folks into the fold. Other thing that you don't know, did you know I started buying for Christmas? Already. Yeah. I had no clue on that one. <laughs> well, each year for the kids, we always buy three things. Yes. You know, something that they need something that they can learn from, and then like a fun gift. I won't say it on here. I doubt the kids listen to this, but I found a fun gift that was on sale for Amazon. Good, good. Not anything big time, but, you know. Yeah. Kind of spread out. Moving in the right direction there. The poor UPS people, they're going to be hammered this year. Yeah. All right, next thing that you didn't know. Do you know that I'm not a big turkey fan? I didn't think that you were turkey because uh, your father doesn't traditionally serve turkey. At uh, Thanksgiving at his house, we usually have uh, 
ham or barbecue. Ham, barbecue. Before, I think we've had steak. Yeah, steak. Uh, you know, which I didn't complain about, that's for sure. Yeah, but I was just thinking about that since Thanksgiving's coming up, and it looks like we're probably going to be not doing family gatherings that, I don't know, maybe we'll have cheeseburgers for Thanksgiving here. It's all right with me. <laughs> all right, last thing you don't know, but I'm going to have you guess. New record on Dr. Me First downloads last month. How many do you think we got? For the month? For the month. For the month. Um, You're cheating. 6,000? 6, 6,000. You're right. Oh, did we really bing, get bing, that bing, many? Bing. We need Sweet. sound effects. Yeah. 6,000 for the month. So it was a new high record. I mean, I knew our old was somewhere around like in five neighborhoods. Yeah, so, but we finally, we broke 6,000. And so it's all because of the people who are out there listening and passing yeah. it on to their friends. And that's really cool. Yeah. I thought it was super cool. That's all I got on the things you don't know. I didn't wreck anything. I haven't hit anything recently. <laughs> Those comments about me, huh? I haven't, haven't done anything oh. like that. So. All right, well, let's do my segment on advice for being married to an alpha female. And I think I think you'll have some input on this. But my advice for being married to an alpha female is, even though your alpha female kicks ass, takes names, gets up every morning, conquers the world, and comes back home, we are still all fearful of rejection. I see that. Yeah. I see what you're saying. So in my Burned Out a Badass group, it was uh, a couple weeks ago, we were talking about putting yourself out there and uh -huh. how in order to get what you want, you got to show up how you want to be. Yeah. And so many times we don't do that. And it's because either knowingly or subconsciously, it's because we are all afraid of being rejected being hurt or maybe something in our past comes up and it like triggers some memories of like, oh, if I do it this way, then it'll work out how it did in the past. And so it was a really enlightening conversation. And even today when we were having another follow-up, they brought that back up again, that the, the rejection thing that sometimes it's just easier to do all the things yourself instead of ask someone for help yeah. because of the fear of rejection. What do you think about that? Well, that makes a lot of sense to me. I think that's very human nature, you know. I mean, it just makes sense that everybody is afraid on some levels of being rejected. And, you know, I can see I can see friends that, you know, are, are wonderful people, I would think would be a, uh, you know, would be fairly easy to get along with that aren't married, you know, be it a, a male or female. And, I mean, that's just a fear of rejection on some levels, I, I always think, not mm -hmm. putting yourself out there. I don't know. Could be, but you know, I, I just think it's telling and that's why I wanted to give that advice today because so many times I think we appear really strong on the outside, but yet we still, everyone still has those same like innate fears of what yeah. we had in junior high. It still perpetuates. It just looks different. Yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of, some people say that, you know, junior high or high school never got really ends that you're always on some level or, you know, kind of have things that go on in the world that went on back then. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, just personally having your own, your own fears or concerns or, you know, well, will I be a failure if I do this or that? Or, you know, if I try it a different way, will I be a failure mm -hmm. versus, you know, I know if I do it this way, I won't be. And it may and not be anything you enjoy doing it that way, but you know, just having a 
the faith in yourself to go out and and make a leap, you know. Yeah. Well, that's one of my mantras I always talk about. It's not failure, it's feedback. So we yeah. have to get away from talking about rejection as it's like failure and you're going to die from it because nine times out of 10, it's not. It's just feedback on in order how to maybe do it differently or in a different circumstance. So I think it's really important in my advice to the alpha females out there is to sit with your fears because they're not there to scare you to death or to bring you down. But really, if we harness fear, it can be one of the greatest teachers that we have. I like I like the concept of feedback versus failure because whenever I hit the power pole, my father gave me a lot of feedback in that situation. And so I I like that. I like the feedback idea. It really is. Because and I, I say this all the time in the group and with my one-on-one clients is like, what's the worst case scenario? Like if you go and ask for a raise or you go and ask for a change in your schedule or, you know, whatever that you're advocating for yourself, what's the worst case scenario? Probably that they fire you. I was going to say that you just, they say no and you just stay no, worst doing case. what you do. See, this is, this is, you know, we go to the very bottom. I was going to say, worst. you're really jumping with your worst in my opinion, but no, okay. But that's, that's where my brain goes. And, but thinking about it, like, if that is the fear, the very worst case scenarios, if you go and ask for a change in a job that you're not happy in and they end up firing you, they fixed your problem. Well, that's a good point. Go out and find another job, especially when you're in healthcare. I mean, there's always going to be people that are sick and that, that need need people, doctors, nurses, you know. And so that's where I really just tell people about, like, really identifying that fear and that there are no, like, good or bad emotions. It's just we have emotions. Yeah. We tag that extra bit onto it. And so why not use fear? Why not use resentment is another big emotion sometimes that we don't lean into, but we actually should. Because if you're resenting somebody, if you're envious of something, that's showing a deeper desire within you. And so I'm just putting that out there as my advice today. So you're saying to harness it instead of run from it? Yeah. Or at least I like that. Or at least journal about it, dig into it, talk with a coach a little bit about it because roll it around. You know, our subconscious doesn't boil up emotions and feelings for no reason. There's typically an underlying issue. And if not issue, then maybe some sort of past trauma or something unresolved uh-huh. in our psyche. It's bringing it up. And you can't always you can't wish away emotions. You can't just think your way out of how you're feeling. Sometimes you can with some mindset work, but ultimately you've got to approach them. Process things. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, that's my advice for being married to an alpha. I think it's excellent advice tonight, honey. (laughs) Excellent. I appreciate that. Well, to everybody who's out there listening in podcasting world, we are just so grateful for you as we moved into November, getting ready for the Thanksgiving season. I know that when I was in burnout, it was really, really hard to be thankful. And actually, I kind of hated Thanksgiving because it marked like the beginning of a lot of togetherness time Mm -hmm. with family and a lot of extra call and a lot of extra patient visits and... Well, the schedule gets funny. Yeah. And so you've got a lot of people, hey, hey, before the holiday, can we fit these people in? And so I just want to put it out there that if you're not feeling overly grateful, you're not broken, there's nothing wrong with you. And again, lean into those feelings of what's going on. But we, we truly are very grateful for every listener who chimes in, who hears our silly conversations, who has 
sent us an email or interacted with us on, you know, any of the social media stuff. And we just want you to know that if you are struggling, if you are having problems, if you're joyful and grateful, like we're here for you for that. Amen. All right. And remember, everybody, your life, your calling, your pulse snap.